This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. TL Talk Radio Season 4, Episode 22. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 22 of TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hatton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Lynn Funy-Hatton. Good morning, Randy. Hello, Lynn. How's it going? It's going great. So today, excited to share about our professional learning cohort, Leading Your Salisbury. Yes, and I think that uh, our listeners will find this to be an enriching episode, especially if you're trying to scale up this idea of innovation or transformation. Uh, One of the things that we've been doing here for a while is um, trying to get some real traction in the area of changing practice within the classroom. And uh, one of our biggest barriers and our challenges has been a slow pace in uh, getting to that transformation. And uh, we've developed uh, a professional learning structure by which uh, we feel like we're starting to gain some of that traction and move towards transformation. So we want to share um, some of the key ideas, some of the ways that we structure things, how we're involving our leaders, et cetera. So this will be a really good conversation, I think, for those listeners who are working on transformation. So during the 15-16 school year, we created a new vision. Uh, We articulated very clearly by the end of that year our profile of a graduate and our learning beliefs. And in the profile of a graduate, we articulated the knowledge, skills, and dispositions that we wanted our learners to have when they leave us or graduate from Salisbury Township School District. In order to make that happen, in order to make that possible, we realized that we needed to shift our beliefs about learning and change some of our practice in our classrooms. So we've identified um, five core learning beliefs uh, based on Education Reimagined's work with a shift in education, a vision for transformation, and we'll link some of their resources in um, our show notes just to give you some more context. But once we had this vision developed, we know that we need to spend time building a shared understanding of the vision. And during the 16-17 school year, we developed this cohort, Leading Your Salisbury. Uh, The cohort was um, developed at the district level and included teachers from each of the buildings and also included our building leadership. Multiple times per year, the cohort comes together. And at the end of last year, we evaluated our work. We had three key goals of the cohort during the 16-17 school year. We wanted to build a shared understanding of our profile of a graduate. We wanted to build a shared understanding of our our, um, learning beliefs. And we wanted to build a shared understanding of the four C's. 
at the conclusion of our work together last year, we realized that we needed some additional time. Um, so we spent the summer planning and thinking about um, how we could structure this year's Leading Your Salisbury group to help us develop a stronger understanding of all three of these big ideas. And that's where we are today. So one of our big learnings from this whole process from when we started it several years ago after we had created the profile, or while we were creating the profile actually up to where we are now, is um, the importance of engaging the principals in this work. Probably in a lot of school districts out there, a lot of this kind of work stems from visioning that happens in the central office. And the missing link really is engaging that leadership at the, at the building level. Uh, and what's important about that is they are, are the folks who are actually in the building every day and able to engage in formal and informal conversations with the teachers about practice. So we learned along the way um, that there was a big difference when um, we intentionally engaged them in this process uh, and when they weren't intentionally engaged in the process. So um, we've definitely seen some more traction, um, some more movement forward uh, through the, the good efforts of, of the principals too. And a lot of our work here at the central office is not only engaging the teachers and helping develop the understanding uh, of these uh, beliefs and the, the components of the profile in our teachers, but also how do we do that in our principals so that they have the capacity uh, to lead this when they uh, are working with their teachers in their buildings. So a little bit about what does this look like, the leading your Salisbury. So principals, as Randy indicated, a critical component of this uh, team, each brought a building level team. So some of the teachers were involved in previous professional learning cohorts. Some of the teachers uh, are new to this district-wide professional learning. But each principal selected a team and brought the team. Now we're a small school district. We have only four buildings. So we can bring four building level teams led by their principals together into one room and um, have full day professional learning together. We realized that that might need to be adapted in some larger school districts. But we brought everybody together in September and set out some goals for what we are trying to accomplish uh, with our largest overarching goal really being to help everybody understand the direction, to help everybody understand our learning beliefs and start thinking about how we need to change practice in our classrooms so that we can realize these learning beliefs. So teachers and uh, principals came together and we led a full day of professional learning in September. Part of that day included some activities which could be replicated in the buildings if the buildings chose to do so at professional learning with their teachers and, and some dialogue about our learning beliefs. Part of the day also included uh, action planning by the buildings. So buildings looked at data from the previous year where we um, gathered that data at the end of the year so that we could understand and set direction for this year. And they developed their action plans. So action plans vary by building and based on the building's context and are led by the principal. In addition to the building action plan, teachers are working on individual mini projects. So teachers might be um, implementing a project-based learning unit. Teachers might be um, implementing a facet of one of the learning beliefs, and we're encouraging risk-taking, and we're enc encouraging socially embedded learning where teachers can work with each other, uh, reflect on the work. We're providing some additional resources if they need some um, funding for the project and uh, supporting their work along the way. 
So after that initial um, day together in September, the central office staff, we met with buildings at their building professional learning as a follow-up. So the building follow-up professional learning was led by the building principal and really focused on the action plan. So whatever the building leadership team or the building team, along with the principal, identified that they wanted to accomplish, we attended and we supported their work, but really this was led by the principals. And then the afternoon of that portion of the day, teachers were able to use for their independent projects or to prepare for upcoming professional learning that they would be leading um, as we build their capacity, their building capacity of teachers in, the, in their own buildings. So now that we've had the first full day session with all of our, our building teams together in September and the follow-up sessions, we're starting to plan this January session. So we're thinking about, you know, what's next? How do we continue to dive into the learning beliefs? Uh, following the January session, we'll have um, additional building sessions led by the building principals. And then finally in May, uh, we will celebrate what we've learned. We'll look at some data. Our buildings will share at our curriculum meetings so that our board can understand that work. So there will be a, a link in the show notes to how, at the end of the year, how we shared out uh, the progress, each team shared out the progress of that that work throughout the year. So the three large group sessions and then the two uh, individual building sessions. And uh, I think there are a couple things to, to really take into account here with the way that this um, was rolled out and, and supported. So if you look at Education Reimagines Five Beliefs, which we've adopted and really focused on this idea of learner-centered, um, one of the things that we did not want to do, that we wanted to avoid doing, was having each building work on the same thing. So take either one component of the profile or one component of the learning beliefs and say everybody's going to be building their understanding around this because that doesn't really fit this idea of personalization. And you know, if you if you work in a school building or you've ever worked in several school buildings or maybe you work at the district level, every school building has their own unique personality, their own uh, staff with certain strengths, certain challenges and leadership with certain strengths and certain challenges. So it was important for us to allow the leader and the leadership team to figure out of these learning beliefs and this profile of the graduate, where was a good place to start? Um, so each of our buildings has a slightly different spin, so to speak, on how they are building their understanding around these things. So I think we tried to make sure that the learning beliefs were embedded to some extent, um, that there was learner agency, that there was personalization, there was certainly collaboration amongst the team. The middle school um, has made some connections um, in, in light of the open-walled learning belief, made outside connections to other programs. Um, so I think seeing the structure of the program as reflecting the things that we're asking our teachers and our leaders to believe about learning, I think that's, a, that's an important characteristic of this. So Randy, good point about really being intentional about designing this uh, professional learning cohort to model our learning beliefs. So we've learned a lot through this process um, over the several years of iteration. So let's share some of the ideas that we've learned through that um, through creating this cohort and living this experience. Sure, that's a good idea. First of all, I think I, there's a couple things I want to link here. The idea of time, that 
we're looking at shifting mindsets, uh, especially if you're embracing something like uh, Education Reimagines Paradigm Shift. So when you're changing mind sh mindsets, that requires time because it requires conversations. And that's a slow process. And sometimes mm -hmm. in our schools, we want to really push things. And while you can try to push this too, you need, do need as a leader, I think, to leave the space for the conversations to happen and kind of step back a little bit when you feel like it's not going fast enough uh, because it's not something that you can force. It's like learning in the classroom. Uh, students, learners will learn in their own time at their own pace. And this is learning as well. And our educators need to be given the space to go at their own pace because we are shifting, shifting habits here. So I think, um, Randy, you're right. We've really been intentional about being focused on the learner. And, you know, we thought we were going to build a shared understanding of our vision last year <laughs> in a year. And we got to the end of the year and we looked at our data and realized that we needed another year. Um, so being really thoughtful about um, our learners, our, our staff members, our principals, and what they need in terms of resources and time, as you said. I think another takeaway for me has really been um, about immersing ourselves in this. And we have spent so much time listening and learning and reading and how do we help others uncover the knowledge that we've uncovered together. And, um, you know, I think our Shift Your Paradigm project has been a really interesting project. Um, we have another podcast, shiftyourparadigm.org. And in that podcast, we're talking with learners and leaders from across the United States about their implementation of some facet of education reimagined learning beliefs. So they're really helping us understand what learning looks like and what teaching looks like in a learner-centered environment. So um, we've talked to a variety of schools about, and their learners, about practices that they've put in place, about barriers that they've uncovered, and how they've mitigated those barriers. So this has been a real year for learning and sharing our learning with others. And if you're interested in this topic, we encourage you to check out the Shift Your Paradigm podcast. And that leads me to another takeaway, and that is that all this work really is grounded in a focus on learning. Uh, teaching is important, but we need to start first with the learning conversation. And what do we believe about learning? And then how do we ground what we do as teachers and what we do as leaders, like Lynn mentioned in the Shift Your Paradigm podcast, around learning? And so for us, I think, you know, whenever we've got a decision to make, we always go back to, you know, what what's benefits the learner? What, what is in in agreement with what we believe about learning. So once you have those intentional conversations as an organization around learning and start there, you can build off of that much more easily. And I think if you don't start with learning, you're kind of building the structure backwards um, and it's not gonna be as sustainable, I don't believe. So it's been an exciting year of, of learning and I'm looking forward to meeting with our teachers and leaders again in January to see how this evolves and where we are at the end of the school year. And you can follow uh, a lot of our work on hashtag your Salisbury. Uh, there are numerous things that are posted um, as we go throughout the year as well. All right. Each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking some conversation. So today's episode's question, how can you scale up your professional learning? What kinds of models are you using? If you've enjoyed today's episode, would like to comment or access any of the resources that we mentioned, please go to tltalkradio.org and look for season four, episode 22. 
Well, Lynn, that's all for now. Have a great day. We'll see everybody back soon with another episode of TL Talk Radio and some conversations with innovative thought leaders coming up. Have a great day. Bye-bye. to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.